So, living ageless and SIB, seeing is believing. So, I don't know why I keep doing this, but um, when I was charting in the psych ward, um, I just met all kind of people. Um, it, I, I knew I had to meet these people for some reason, but I didn't realize how that would change my life meeting these people, but they had this one particular woman. She was ex morbidly obese. She was really huge. And, um, but she spoke very well. She was very articulate. And so when I would go and meet with her and stuff, she was really, really good at letting you know how she felt and all. Um, I had never actually read her older charts. I just knew that she didn't have eyes. And it was just really strange because the way they were just like gaping holes. It was, her eyes were closed, but it was like, there was just nothing there. It was, yeah. So one night I decided to ask the nurse on call on staff. He, um, he was good at giving information. So I asked him what happened. He told me, she gouged her eyes out. What? She gouged her eyes out with her own fingers. If I had not seen that, nobody could ever tell me something. I mean, could you be any meaner to yourself? I don't know how that happened. It was something to do with a husband and a son. I don't really know if she actually saw something that just brought her to this point of self-destruction because... Looking at the body, she was slowly destroying herself with this all this weight anyway. And I don't know why I had this reflection. This guy, um, some friends came in town, and and this guy, he he was one of the people that stayed at our house. And you know, he told me one time. He said, "When you bow your head, you give people permission to slap you." Okay. Well, at that time, I might have been in my 30s. I was just kind of like not really worrying about a lot of stuff. But that is making so much sense to me because I think if you bow your head and you give people permission to slap you, what when you keep your head down and you start slapping yourself? I mean, that's what that eye thing kind of was with this woman. You know, how could you be that cruel to yourself? What was that horrible in her life? And why would you feel it was okay to take that kind of pain out on yourself? Because your eyes are not going to grow back. I mean, let's be real. Once you did this, this was your life. So whatever it was, she did not want to ever see it again. And she took it to the extreme, you know, of... I've never seen this. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it was just the extreme of avoidance. I, I, I don't know. And that's also um, um, uh, abnormality. So maybe that's what I needed to learn from that lesson. That that's how far an individual would go to not see something. And I, I think it was like a 
It was very close to Halloween when I first realized that whenever she got upset, that's what she would do. She would go for her eyes. I mean, and I, I remember the nurse and all having to, you know, to tie her up or whatever they did with restraints or whatever to keep her from digging her fingers in her eyes. Ugh. It, you know, ugh, ugh. I don't even know how to explain it, but it was a SIB moment for me because I never believed. I mean, I know that sometimes I've done things to my own self that was kind of weird. And then after I thought about it, even if it was in impulse shopping, sometimes I would buy stuff and say, you know what, I really didn't need this. But maybe I was not willing to deal with something else. So I did this impulse buy that in hindsight, I realized I really didn't want that. And it did not fill the, the void. It really just made me feel bad about myself. So, you know, I, I can, I'm convinced that I have more talks with self um, than ever before. And it's not a bad thing because I don't even care if I answer myself. One time we were told that if you answered yourself, that means that something is wrong with you. But you know what? I'm okay with answering myself because sometimes that is the best way. You just need to hear that deeper thought and let it come to the surface and then you can deal with things better. You know, I've dealt with a lot of things in life, you know, and I've mastered a lot of things in life, which I am, I give myself my own attaboys and kudos. I don't need anybody, you know, to give me any attaboys. And I knew that at a very young age. Um, I don't know if some people call it self-confidence, but that didn't mean that other parts of my life uh, wasn't crumbling. But I found that that fine line of bringing order to chaos. And I think that's what we put here to do, to, to bring order to chaos in your own personal life. Because I learned a lot about the correction projects. And that's not my area of expertise. I don't want to correct anybody in life because that's just unnecessary. That is a waste of my time. I cannot get it back. I mean, me doing this recording, this time is well spent because I thank the people that's given me support and love for the podcast because it was just on a whim last week. I decided to start doing it, but I, um, I enjoy doing it. It's just like having a conversation with self. Maybe that was me preparing for the big day. I think everything in our life that we go through is always preparations for the big day. And then one day something comes along and then everything go, oh, this is why I went through all this other stuff. Because I was prepared like that, like that guy that, that landed that, that uh, airplane, um, I forgot where it was. Oh, I can't remember because one time he was trying to prosecute this man, but he had saved several people's lives. But I do remember, I wish I could remember his name, but I do remember him saying Scully or something like that. But I remember him saying that he felt like everything in his life had led up 
to that day. Everything was him preparing for that day. Because even though this plane was going down, he kept his faculties. He just never lost control of how he was going to lean into what was about to transpire. And a lot of lives were going to be lost on that day. And he went on about, I think, his military training and all this. All these things were in preparation to that big day. I just love that when it makes so much sense. And, you know, your big day is not to be shared with everybody. It's your big day. So it's whatever you um, want to make of it. You know, I, you know, I think it just, it just makes sense sometimes to just become selfish, you know, and just think about yourself. It's, it's, it's okay. I mean, because you just can't save everybody. You just can't, you cannot do that. And it's, and shame on people that allow themselves to become a a correction project for an impact. It's just terrible. Why would you allow yourself to become a correction project? Instead of correct your own self, you know, check yourself before you wreck yourself. I don't know. It's just really, really weird. But, you know, it's never too late to start over, which is really, really wonderful of the stereotyping all of what you thought you were and who you used to be. And you just kind of walk right out of it. And it's just really wonderful. So... I would like to engram this with enjoy your life. And my blog is Grammarly, G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y-D-E-P-O-T.com. Oops, let me go do this uh, press release for somebody. Thank you. Bye-bye.